Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hey, sweet mates, it's me, Marsha Guerrier, founder of Her Sweet Spot and the host of the Her Sweet Spot podcast, where I bring you amazing guests and tips and tricks, what I like to call the sweet tea in mindset, money, marketing, and media. And it is the first Monday of Women's History Month. I'm so excited to really get into and talking about why we celebrate History Month month and um, just a little tidbit of some of its origin. If you guys have been seeing all the events and you kind of maybe didn't know where it came from, you're celebrating Women's History Month. I think sometimes we often get to celebrating things and kind of don't know where it come from, where it started, what it, where it originated from. And I just wanted to drop in today on today's um, first Monday of Women's History Month. It is the seventh, but we have we will be celebrating all month long. So let's get into it. Women's History Month is a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society, and has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 18, 1987. Excuse me. Where it originated, we'll talk about that in a second. So Women's History Month is dedicated is a dedicated month to reflect on the often overlooked contributions of women to United States history. From Abigail Adams to Susan B. Anthony, Sojourner Truth, and Rosa Park, the timeline of Women's History milestone stretches back to the founding of the United States. According to history.com, the actual celebration of Women's History Month grew out of a week-long celebration of women's contributions to history, to culture, history, and society organized by the school district of Sonoma, California in 1978. So in a little bit, I'm going to actually um, go over some contradicting um, founding uh, uh, reasons as to when and why um, this started. But um, in, in Sonoma, California, 1978, according to history.com, is when this really got sparked. Presentations were given at dozens of schools. Hundreds of students participated in a real woman essay contest, and a parade was held in downtown Santa Rosa. A few years later, the idea had caught on within communities, school districts, and organizations across the country. And in 1980, President Jimmy Carter issued the first presidential proclamation declaring the week of March 8th as National Women's History Week. And the U.S. Congress followed suit the next year, passing a resolution establishing a national celebration. And six years later, the National Women's History Project successfully petitioned Congress to expand the event to the entire month of March. So what happened in for the original date to, to come about, which is International Women's Day, which we're going to celebrate tomorrow on March 8th. 
So International Women's Day is a global celebration of the economic, political, and social achievements of women took place for the first time on March 8th in 1911. Many countries around the world celebrate the holiday with demonstrations, educational initiatives, and customs such as presenting women with gifts and flowers. If you are a part of the women's movement here in, in the United States, you know that there is going to be a plethora of events for you to attend online and perhaps in person in areas where, um, you know, the 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 gatherings are coming back to in-person gatherings. But there's going to be no shortage of celebrations, even corporations that are celebrating, honoring um, the month and really trying to give women some motivation and inspiration to continue to fight the good fight in um, empowering and celebrating women. Uh, the United Nations has sponsored International Women's Day since 1975. When adopting its resolution on the observance of International Women's Day, the United Nations General Assembly cited the following reasons. To recognize the fact that securing peace and social progress and the full enjoyment of human rights and fundamental freedoms require the active participation, equality, and development of women, and to acknowledge the contributions of women to the strengthening of international peace and security. I find that so fascinating that, you know, even back then in 1975, I was already a, ba a baby. I was already born at that time. And to think that the world you know, I know we have so much further to go right now in equality for women and Black women and women of color in general, but to think that we weren't even recognized as to in, that they needed to state we need to enjoy human rights, that human rights did not include women, that human rights were only seen as something that men could, could be privilege to, to me, that is absolutely mind-blowing. I'd love for you guys to share your thoughts. And do you really think about it? Do you really, you know, in, in the movements that we create, in the empowerment that we do, do you really think about how much women in general were just left out of basic human rights? And we had to actually fight the same way Black people are fighting today for Black lives. We had to fight for women's lives. It is so uh, mind-blowing to me um, every time I enter a space in a conversation where we have to remember these facts. And honoring this month and having this month is a good way to help us remember um, where we've come and how far we've come in getting access to basic human rights, right? It, it is really astound, astounding to me. Uh, so this year, every year, I think they, they um, honor the month with a theme. So Women's History Month theme for 2022, um, the National Women's History Alliance designates a yearly theme for Women's History Month. And the 2022 theme is women providing healing, promoting hope. Wow, I think that is so powerful with 
all of the things we've been through in the last couple of years and some of the, the careers and industries that have been most severely impacted by uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and, and you know world health crisis are predominantly held by women. And the toll that these past couple of years have taken on women, I think this is really a very important theme and for us to truly acknowledge and celebrate, not just this month, but all year long to continue to help each other in the struggle and in uh, our pursuit for healing and promoting hope. This theme is both a tribute to the ceaseless work of caregivers and frontline workers during this ongoing pandemic, and also recognition of thousands of ways that women of all cultures have provided both healing and hope throughout history. I am reminded of so many women in my personal life that have been right at the forefront of providing me with healing, and me with hope to know that, you know, women can advance, women can get a seat at the table, the, um, teaching me how to have hope to continue to fight, to be the founder of Her Sweet Spot and empower and encourage women, especially women of color, to not only uh, lead with dignity, um, but lead and impact their lives and their communities. I think it is so remarkable um, what women can do, what women do when we get together, because together we go a lot further. Uh, I want to read now and I want to share with you guys what I found from the census. According to the census.gov, National Women's History Month traces its roots to March 8th in 1857. So way further back when I said that did, did the era and said started with 18 is because of this last thing that I read, which dates back tracing its roots, starting with International Women's Day, the March 8th date, but in 1857, when women from various New York City factories staged a protest over poor working conditions. Uh, I don't know if you've read many of the history, but I certainly do recall um, learning about women that were staging protests over poor working conditions and some of the horrific things that women had to go through back in the day-day um, when working jobs that were deemed solely for women and again, not giving some basic human rights as they were working in factories, making what I say, rich white men even richer, right? Even in the 1800s, we have been doing this, just that. And, you know, it, it, it amazes me that we continue to do that and continue to get, um, neglected in so many ways. The first Women's Day, according to census.gov, the first Women's Day celebration in the United States was in 1909, also in New York City. So it's remarkable. It, like the, the history.com dates it going back to California and where California um, was celebrating in different ways and in different communities. And here on the census.gov, they dated back to really truly being birthed out of um, events that came out of New York City, which is kind of like 
strange that the two um, websites would be so different in, in, in its history. Uh, more than seven decades later, Congress in 1981 established National Women's History Week to commemorate annually the second week of March. Now, they both share that in common, and, and you can't really get away from that because that is public record history. So in 1987, Congress expanded the week to a month, and every year since has passed a resolution, and the president has issued a proclamation designating March Women's History Month. Further to that, can we just talk about that for a second, guys? Every year, they have to pass a resolution to continue designating March Women's History Month. Now, I don't know, and I'm just saying this really because I truly don't know. Do we have to do that every year for everything? Are we redesignating Black History Month? Are we redesignating other um, holidays, national holidays that are celebrated in this country? Um, if y'all know, somebody, please leave me a comment. Let me know if this is customary that Congress has to pass resolutions every year for holidays. I find that to be um, truly interesting um, in my research when I've read this. And, and that stuck out to me that every year since has passed the resolution. So if we come upon a president <clears throat> um, that might say, screw women and we're not passing this resolution, much like what some of the debates are happening with things like um, Roe versus Wade and abortion and things like that. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the celebration of Women's History Month and really um, celebrate one another. As we celebrate Women's History Month 2020, census.com reflects upon advances women have made over the last decade. Women have increased their earnings, education, and fields of occupation and continue to have longer average lifespan than men. Let's talk about some stats from Census Bureau highlighting these and other changes over the years. And I want to say that um, we're still in the struggle. Don't, by no means, these stats that I'm going to read to you now are any reflection that it's over. We have to continue to fight the good fight in order to have women and all women, all women, all colors, and more especially women of color that are often left behind. We appreciate the public's cooperation in helping us measure America's people, places, and economy, says the Census Bureau. And um, some of these results came from the survey that they did um, in 2019 called the 2019 American Community Survey, five-year estimates. So let's talk about these numbers. 164.8 million. That's the number of females of, of all ages in the United States. There were 159.9 male of all ages in the United States. So in 2019, at least, there were more women than they were men in the United States of all ages. Where they rank in terms of age groups, I'm not quite sure. The, the, um, the survey does not state. 
The next step we'll, we'll get into, two to one, is the approximate ratio of women to men ages 85 and older, 4.1 million to 2.2 million in the United States. So again, it shows you that there are more women represented at the elder age in this country than there are men. Two to one, which, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm so it, it, it boggles my mind, I guess, because men are still ranking and, and having all the executive and senior C-suite level positions, why we couldn't be a lot further. It is time for us to rally together, continue to rally together and make some significant changes in corporations and at the C-suite level. I implore you guys to continue fighting the good fight. The next stat is 20.7%. In 2019, the percentage of women 25 and older with a bachelor's degree as their highest degree, while 19.9% of men had a bachelor's degree as their highest degree. Again, these are stats we have always said. We continue to say, and you've heard me say before, women have higher degree of education. We seek education in order to kind of wave the flag of our value to show how um, much we are qualified for the jobs, the companies, the businesses that we're running. And men don't seem to, you know, go after those higher degrees as much as we do. It's a slight number. It's a slight difference. But again, it it highlights the, the way women think and the way we know that we have to show up with these higher degrees. We have to show up educated. And even still, we're not being considered for roles and positions and are not taken seriously as CEOs of our own companies. But still in all, it highlights here in this survey done by the Census Bureau that women are more, more educated than men. The next stat and the final stat is 80.8% women's medium earnings as an percentage of men's medium earnings for full-time work. Year-round workers, 16 years of older. So that, again, highlights the disparities in our pay gap, in our wage gap. And it's important that, guys, we continue to help each other rise, right? We honor women this month in order to really highlight all the women that help us in all industries, in all areas of life to truly uh, um, be the shining lights and examples for the women empowerment movement, for women's liberation, for feminism, this is our time to say, we are here. We'll continue to fight the good fight. We'll continue to honor those that work so hard for us to get where we are today. And also those that are currently in the fight, those that are fighting each day, that are speaking up for one another, the allyships that are being created and made um, in this time for women to continue to be seen and to be heard. Guys, we appreciate everything that everyone is doing out there. Don't forget that together we go a lot 
further. Well, guys, that is the woman's history lesson that I have for you today. And, um, you know, join me here next week for another episode and, and another podcast with the sweet tea on uh, all things mindset, money, marketing, and media. I really, truly appreciate you guys for listening. You know, if you want to learn more about her sweet spot, join our sweet members membership and get immediate access to our live events, private networking, over 50 workshops, interviews, and downloads to help you with your career and your business. You'll have immediate access to attend our monthly office hours to get your most challenging questions answered and network with a community of like-minded individuals pushing you towards your goal. Like I said, together we go further. I wish you so much success and joy on your journey this year. Uh, you know, drop me a line on social media or here on Podbean to let me know what you're doing to celebrate Women's History Month. I thank you and love you guys for listening. You know how I like to end each show. Until next time, remember, when we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com.